Hey, how's it going everybody? Mike Weber here, your real estate broker in Los Angeles. I'm here with your real estate market update for the very beginning of May uh, 2020. So, um, wow, we have a lot going on in the real estate market. It has been a crazy month uh, since my last market update video. And um, today I want to just kind of do a general state of the market uh, episode. And um, really, I mean, there's just tremendous uncertainty out in the market right now um, across the board. Um, obviously, you know, with all the economic chaos going on, um, you know, one would assume that the pressures out there would be pushing the market downwards in the short run for sure in terms of prices. Um, however, uh, there's a lot of things that are going on that uh, may prevent that, at least in the short run. Uh, such as government intervention, the Federal Reserve, um, you know, intervening, um, getting into the mortgage bond market, buying up all kinds of, you know, bad mortgage debt, um, essentially any mortgage debt they can get their hands on in terms of mortgage-backed securities, um, essentially backstopping um, all of these debt holders and these lending institutions, um, which is allowing them to just go back out into the market and create more loans, you know, at these extremely or historically low interest rates. So there's also talk about uh, creating artificial demand um, and or restricting the supply of homes on the market at the government level um, in all kinds of different ways. Um, the government has obviously already forced lenders to offer forbearance options um, at different lengths, um, up to a year in some cases for government-backed loans. Um, so certainly this is going to slow down um, any sort of negative effects that we would you know, expect to see in the housing market um, in terms of prices falling or supply of inventory rising. So although it would seem clear that we'd see kind of these major driving factors towards you know, prices coming down and inventory skyrocketing, um, at least for now, um, we're not seeing that for the most part, uh, except for in the highest priced markets. So let's go ahead and dive a little deeper. We'll talk about both how supply and demand um, are currently being affected and what that's ultimately doing to prices and then how that might uh, impact prices um, as we continue to move forward. And then after that, we'll actually take a look at the local charts uh, for Los Angeles County and then for the South Bay Beach cities to see what's actually showing up in the data uh, over the last couple of months. So first, I'll talk about buyer demand issues. And uh, obviously, we've had, you know, the biggest job losses, you know, in the history of the country. Um, over 30 million new unemployment claims have come out um, just in the last month or so. Uh, so clearly, unprecedented job losses. Um, certainly, that would have to have a huge negative effect, effect on housing uh, demand, on people's ability to pay uh, their current mortgages, their rent on their, you know, rental properties, uh, so on and so forth. A recent study just published said, that one out of five buyers who qualified to buy a home last year would not qualify this year. And we're really just kind of getting started on seeing how all of this is going to play out as lenders contract their supply of credit uh, into the market. Um, in fact, a lot of lenders have upped their standards. Um, some are not even doing loans with less than 20% down and credit scores above 700. These are some major lenders that are starting to do this. And then a lot of lenders aren't even doing jumbo loans um, or other high risk loans that were very easy to get, uh, you know, just, you know, six or months ago or uh, beyond. Those are some of the buyer issues that I'm seeing out there that are ultimately going to affect demand. And the real question is, are, is the demand side effect 
uh, going to be bigger um, in the short run, in the midterm, and in the long run than the supply side effects. Um, and so, you know, certainly if demand falls more than supply rises, prices have to come down uh, and vice versa. If we look at the seller supply side issues, um, there's really a lot of things that are restricting the supply significantly right now, which I'll show you on the charts as we move forward. Um, but mainly, one of the biggest things is that so far, um, sellers have been very afraid uh, to put their property on the market. Uh, they've been holding back on taking any action, uh, rightfully so, you know, concerns about COVID, about having people come through their home, etc. Um, so we've seen a huge drop in the number of homes on the market, uh, the number of sales taking place. Um, definitely for this time of year where it should be getting really busy, um, things have slowed down. Um, and so that is likely going to be just a short term thing, um, you know, likely when the economy opens up, when they give us the green light here in the near future to kind of get back to some semblance of business. Um, probably we're going to see a huge uptick in these sellers that do want to get their home on the market, you know, cash out some of this equity and get out before things worsen. And secondarily, the government has come in and mandated that lenders offer forbearance programs um, in some cases as long as a year. Um, in other cases, as short as three months. Um, but of course, this is just going to kick the can down the road. And, you know, these could get extended at any time. So, um, you know, we could end up a year from now and have the government come in and, you know, force lenders to do another year, right? Uh, so we really don't know how long a lot of this stuff is going to, you know, look like this and what that's going to do in terms of restricting uh, supply. Uh, next, we have uh, whispers and kind of talks of the Fed backstopping bondholders to make them whole while owners don't make their payments in the short run or maybe the mid run. I mean, we really don't know. Um, so clearly, if somehow the people that own this debt are being made whole by the government or the Federal Reserve, then their incentive to get rid of the people that are no longer making their mortgage payments is going to be significantly reduced, which could draw out a lot of supply that would otherwise be coming on the market as uh, lenders foreclose on people that are not making their mortgage payments. There's also a lot of new bills uh, that have been being proposed and talked about. I mean, pretty crazy stuff, you know, uh, rent holidays and, uh, you know, no mortgage payments for a year after the pandemic ends. I mean, all kinds of extreme stuff, you know, that really just flies in the face of, you know, contract law and uh, things that have really been kind of a mainstay of a, a free country with free markets um, really since the beginning of, of, of the nation. Um, so, you know, and this stuff might pass, right? So um, I think there's a lot of unintended consequences with a lot of this legislation that these politicians dream up and pass, you know, very, very quickly, uh, you know, bills that are a thousand pages long that nobody reads before they vote on them that have, you know, massive unintended consequences on, you know, people that own property, people that rent property, um, so on and so forth, as well as huge moral hazards. So, you know, you come out and say, you know, people don't have to pay their rent and they can collect you know, a lot more unemployment that they would have been able to collect from working. And all of a sudden you get a lot of people that don't want to work that want free rent, um, you know, and problems just compound from there. Um, so, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen with a lot of this stuff. And clearly it could have a very serious effect and impact on what we're seeing in the housing market. A uh, final thing uh, that will likely happen and certainly happened in the 2008 financial crisis was a lot of large institutions came in with, you know, dirt cheap money, uh, from the Federal Reserve or from the government or, the, or that they're able to borrow in the debt markets and they buy up, you know, the supply of housing, hundreds of thousands of homes, um, especially if prices start coming down at much lower rates than you or I could get 
to buy these homes. Um, so essentially we're competing with these institutions that are able to borrow money much less expensively than we are, which allows them to be profitable at higher prices than we could, you know, with the current, uh, you know, property taxes, et cetera. Um, and so uh, we could see that happen again, but at a much uh, higher scale, even an order of magnitude higher, um, where all of a sudden the supply is getting, you know, zapped up. Uh, by these financial institutions um, that are ultimately getting access to this money uh, very inexpensively. Um, so although it seems clear that with all the economic, you know, sort of uh, trouble that we're seeing on the horizon, the job losses, companies going out of business, all this terrible stuff that's happening right now, you know, we would think, oh, prices are going to have to come down. And, uh, you know, it's really not that simple. Um, I think that the government, the Federal Reserve, they're going to do everything in their power to try to prevent that from happening. Um, so it is yet to be seen kind of what's going to happen, how quickly it's going to happen and how all of this stuff is going to play out. Um, but so let's jump into the data and actually look at what's happened over the last couple months. Um, and that'll give you guys kind of a feel um, for what's uh, you know going on currently. So we'll start out here in Los Angeles County as a whole. We see prices are up modestly about 4%. And, uh, you know, it seems like business as usual, you know, prices are still rising. Um, but we'll use, what we'll see here when we move on to the next uh, screen is that really the reason that that is happening is because there's almost no sales taking place and there's almost no inventory on the market. So the few houses that are selling, they have sold for just slightly above, um, you know, where we were last year uh, at the same end of month. Um, now, if we look here, we look at the supply of inventory. Here's where you can see, I mean, we are absolutely just at, you know, the floor in terms of inventory, especially uh, for this time of year. So, you know, last year, I mean, we were way up here. 3.5 months supply, whatever it is. And now we're at 2.5 months for this time of year. So extremely low inventory. And then the next slide really kind of shows you um, how different things are in the current environment than they have been in you know any year in recent history. Um, so we're down 38% year over year in terms of closed sales. And when you look at the graph, I mean, it's totally scary. It looks like we're headed into the, the winter time, you know, into the end of the year. But that's not the case at all. As you see, every year, you know, during the holidays, we, you know, get really low here on closed sales. And then immediately we start spiking up every single year. Well, look what's happening this year. We came out of the holidays. We kind of had that initial spike in March. Economy got closed down and closed sales fell off a cliff. So this is why we're down 38% in closed sales, that the sales that are closing, the really nice homes that come on the market, they are still getting bid up, especially if they're lower price homes, you know, sub 600,000. That market is still clearing pretty well, um, but a lot of inventory um, at the higher end of the market is really just sitting right now. Now, if we look at the South Bay, uh, we see prices are actually down modestly 5.5% year over year. So definitely a decline there, kind of see a flattening out so far. And that's, again, with very limited activity, very limited homes on the market. So certainly not a sign of strength by any measure. Um, but of course, it's going to take a little longer to see, you know, if that supply really starts growing and there's not enough demand to buy up the homes, which would certainly push prices down. If we look at supply, we're down 21% year over year. Same story as we're seeing in Los Angeles, uh, extremely low supply. Um, but again, as we move to the next uh, graph, closed sales, that's where we see, you know, massive, massive drop in the number of sales that are taking place, almost down 40% um, year over year. Again, you look at last year, um, we you know went you know very, very quickly coming out of uh, you know December, January, we jumped up into the you know 400, 450 range for closed sales. And here we are in April, 
kind of peak selling season, beginning of peak selling season at, you know, just about half of that, uh, you know, closed sale volume. So very, very little closed sales. Um, so yeah, if this information is useful, go ahead and click the thumbs up. Definitely become a subscriber. Um, keep an eye out for my other uh, videos that I've been doing or my other podcasts about some of this stuff that's happening in the economy. Um, if you need help with anything real estate related anywhere um, in the Los Angeles area, the South Bay, um, just give me a call. I'm certainly here to help. Uh, wish you guys all well. Stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, thanks so much for watching. Take care.